Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It was a big day for NASA yesterday. Touchdown confirmed. Perseverance safely on the surface of Mars, ready to begin seeking the sands of past life. Wow, you got it. Uh, wow. This is so exciting. Uh, the team is beside themselves. It's, it's, it's so surreal. I have goosebumps. NASA's uh, Perseverance rover landed on Mars yesterday, sent back its first photo yeah. uh, a few minutes later. This is crazy. They're going to use a special laser to vaporize tiny rocks and then analyze the Martian soil, look for signs of ancient life. Wow, to see the excitement of all the people. It made me feel like I was watching that movie with uh, the Ron Howard movie. Help me out. Uh, Apollo 13. Yes. Just the excitement and the rows of scientists just watching and cheering. Do you know what she said, the second half of what she said? She said, touchdown confirmed, Perseverance is safely on the surface of Mars. And then she said something else, and I can't hear it because it's so... I couldn't hear it yesterday. I can't hear it now. Yeah, and I'm just trying to figure out... Did she... And I'm trying to look it up to figure out. It just feels like one of these historic things. I want to know everything that she said. And by the way, I don't know if anybody else is an out-of-touch idiot, but I walked downstairs yesterday putting a microphone on in the Twin Cities Live studio. They pull this up. It's mm-hmm. on the monitors real quick. And then I, they pull it up. Five seconds later, we hear her say, touchdown, the Perseverance has landed safely on the surface of Mars. And I see everybody clapping. And I said, is this happening Live. Is this live? Is this a thing? Are we doing this? Is this a show? What are? Is this WandaVision? Yeah. Are we zooming? <laughs> and uh, I didn't even know that this was happening oh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is really exciting. They've got a, a small helicopter that's going to cruise around up there. They've got two microphones to capture, like, actual audio on Mars for the first time. And what's really cool is um, th- this is a tradition that they have. It's called festooning. Do you guys know about this? No, not at all. For decades, they've been following this tradition where they add fun extras to spacecraft and rovers that are heading to the cosmos. So, for example, one of the objects included on um, Perseverance pays um, homage to, to this history that Carl Sagan started. So there was a plaque that went up. I think it was... Uh, it says Pioneer 10 and 11. They were two spacecrafts that were launched in the 70s. It included a plaque that depicted our location, Earth, in the galaxy, as well as pictures of a naked man and a naked woman. 
And the image was the brainchild of, of Carl Sagan, who wanted any extraterrestrial life who might find the spacecraft to know who we are and where to contact us. So they've been sending like various things. So they wanted to recognize the impact of this year or, or 2020, you know, well, where we are now in which um, they wanted to, you know, kind of pay tribute to frontline workers. So they affixed an aluminum plate on the left side showing the image of the serpent and around the staff, you know, mm-hmm. the symbol, the yes. vertical symbol, um, holding up the earth. Then they've got all, all sorts of different things that they include. They had essays from kids that, you know, who won a contest that have to do with space and things like that. So this one also includes line drawings of a man and woman, similar to the ones that I told you about with Carl Sagan and, um, uh, just various things that say, you know, we want to connect with you. <laughs> the aliens are going to be like, yeah, we, don't, we know no. we yeah. need you. <laughs> we're, we're good. We've already checked. We've been <laughs> yeah. checking you guys out for millennia. Exactly. We're good. Yeah. Um, um, I can't wait to listen to the Colleen and Bradley show today. Long-standing oh, conspiracy yes. theorist. Where do they think? What back lot? Right. Do they think Albuquerque? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Where do they think this was shot? Yes. They don't even. I don't even know if they believe in the moon landing. No, uh, well, Colleen doesn't. Okay, I, I don't know where Brad, Bradley stands, but Colleen thinks it Makes took me place. So in happy, it. neither do I. What? <laughs> oh, oh Don, do you have any thoughts about yesterday? Do you believe that we were on Mars? I do believe we're on Mars. You hesitated, Don. Don, you're hesitating. She doesn't want to get feel emails. Like it's very interesting <laughs> that they are doing it now. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Don. I think they're always working on this. They're working nonstop right now that the the rover has landed. We have another clip. This is the surface mission manager. Her name is Jessica Samuels. This is just moments after the Perseverance rover landed yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I no, it's know. okay. We have another clip. Oh, there's three. Hold on just a second. You know, I, here's something funny that I saw okay. on... Uh, on Instagram, remember Sharon says so. The Duluth government teacher yes. who uh, who has just been doing amazing things. I have an update about what she's doing and how you can help people in Texas. We'll get into that at ten forty five today. But oh. hmm. last night I go on uh, uh, her Instagram and she said, you know, they landed at three fifty five p.m. Eastern per the NASA schedule. They landed on Mars. To which she was saying, I can't even get reliably to the grocery store at 3.55 if that's when I tell you I'm going to be there. And they sent a rover from planet Earth to the surface of Mars, and it arrived on its scheduled time. (laughs) Take that. Uh, American Airlines. I mean, right? it's incredible. That's Would you like the one working on Mars time or Cool Tech? Which clip did you want to um, hear? First? It's a woman, uh, the Perseverance, working on, on Mars, Mars time. time. Okay. As we enter Mars time now, the commanding team will be working overnight while the rover is asleep so that we can perform the initial checkouts of our key rover functions and our science instruments. And we have to do this all in time for the regularly scheduled communication pass, which happens in the morning. And so we will be working around the clock, making sure that Perseverance is healthy. We will begin this exciting adventure. Incredible. So Incredible. Crazy. There's some cool technology on this rover um, that the first one on Mars didn't have. 
Um, do we have this mm-hmm. clip of yeah. the acting yep. uh, NASA administrator? His name is Steve uh, Jersek. He's talking about it moments after the landing also. This mission also has technology on it. One of the cool things is the Ingenuity helicopter and also use it as a scout for future rover missions. That will be an amazing mission, the first round trip to Mars and back, and bringing those samples cached by Perseverance back to Earth to examine with state-of-the-art equipment in our laboratories here on Earth. Huh. Incredible. So cool. I will link up, you know, you could find it anywhere probably, but I'll link it up anyway just to have it all in the same place, the uh, first photos. Did you guys look at some of those photos? Yeah. Pretty cool. Neat. I thought it was going to be red. Well, I think the photo that I saw is black and white. Is black and white. I think that's just the nature of the camera that they have. I don't think it means Mars is, in fact, a gray planet. Okay. I think it's really cool that you can see the shadow of the actual rover. Yeah, I know. Isn't that cool? Uh, that is very cool. It's like Wally taking a picture of Wally. You know what I mean? Yes. It gives me Wally vibes. Speaking of the Disney Pixar world, here on Earth, a minor problem last night at midnight when Disney out, uh, Disney Plus rather had an outage because of the sudden demand for the latest episode of WandaVision, which comes out at midnight, Thursday night, Friday morning, however you want to look at it. And people are loving this show and so interested so much in what will happen next in this superhero saga that... They caused a Disney Plus outage. They fixed it. They fixed it quickly, but it went from zero complaints to 8,000 complaints <gasps> in like the blink of an eye. Wow. Because that's how hungry people are. So a new episode of WandaVision is out uh, tonight. They're sort of Martians of sort. Should Vision, I watch that? Vision. You should. Yeah, it's fun. It's a nice little gateway for you. And the first episode is just I Love Lucy. You'll love it. It's okay. good old-timey sitcom writing. Okay. <laughs> it is. Right. It's right. really just well-written. Well, it's just so funny when you look at them, you know? Yes. And how they look. They look, you know, the one looks like an alien. Right? Doesn't yes. Doesn't he have like a yep. weird face? Vision. Yeah, Vision. Yep. He looks oh, like he was from Mars, essentially. Yeah, Steve. Um, circle. How about this? Why don't we take a quick breather, do some hamstring stretches, and when we come back, we'll get into some things that make you go, huh, next on Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast. Oh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body. Yes. uh, Uh, Boxers and briefs for men, that's true, but women love wearing them, too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt, like continuously cool. So here's what's happening with all of that. It's the fabric. They use super soft bamboo fabric. We're part pandas now. So you can keep the boys cool and dry. It's softer than cotton, I'm telling you. And if you're really active, helps fight odors as well. Yep. It is game-changing. Covered, Donna, this is real life. It's I soft, know, it's I'm cool, sorry. you'll love them. And hey, ladies! Ladies! Try them for yourself or get some for your guy. There's perks for both of you. Check them out at chillboys.com. Chillboys.com. Truly an amazing product from a great local company right here in Minnesota. Chill Boys. Comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. Hi, everyone. Producer Don Muck. Hello. 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 And fun facts. Things that make you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, on Television hospital shows, ER, Grey's Anatomy, et cetera. Mm-hmm. CPR saves people's lives about two-thirds of the time if you track it on television. Someone tracked it, and that's what it is. 
in real life, it only saves people's lives about 10 to 20% of the time. Oh, wow. Now, don't let that discourage you. From attempting it, if you see someone not breathing. What does CPR stand for? Um... Mm, something russet, um, um, pulmonary russet, resuscitation. Pulmonary resuscitation. Do you want to add anything for the C? Yeah, thinking. Coronary pulmonary. Kind of close. Oh, very close there. Cor. Car. Cardiac. Cardio. Cardiopulmonary recitation. Resuscitation. Why can't I say that word? Recitation. Try it again. Potatoes. Resuscitation. Now use it in a sentence because you're focusing too much right now. Oh, God, Steve. Um, Just say I had to. This gentleman needs resuscitating. No. Okay. This gentleman needs resuscitation. Is there a doctor on the plane? There we go. Okay. Awesome, Donna. Thank you, Steve. Did they have you do that in radio school and say, here's a difficult (laughs) sentence to say right before they give out the diploma? Well done. Thanks. Uh, the World Series, Donna's a big sports fan. She shoots hoops at the park. Not weird. Totally normal. The World Series, you might know this already, Donna, has been a best of nine. Not a best of seven. A best of nine. Four times. Happened in 1903, 1919, 1920, and 1921. They did it for a year. They took 16 years off, did it three years in a row, and said, screw this. We're going back to a best of seven. May I say something about sports right now? You already are. Do you know that in baseball, they do best of seven, in basketball, best of seven, in hockey, best of seven, in football, best of one? What do you mean? You just have to win the one game. In the playoffs and every other sport, it's a series. You get an opportunity to see who's ultimately the best over a bigger sample of games. I see what you're saying. In football, one and done. Yeah. That's it. Hmm. Like, for instance, if the Chiefs played the Buccaneers... If it was a best of three, are the Buccaneers still the Super Bowl champs? Or do the Chiefs shake off a bad game and win two in a row? Is it, am I understanding this wrong? I thought that throughout, I mean, throughout the season is really the best of, right? That gets you into the playoffs. I'm talking about football, right? So that'll get you into the Yeah, yeah, so you're, you're still, you're playing different teams to get to the two teams. And then the two teams, yes. you just have to win one time. And then Got it's it. just one. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. Kind of weird. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, good, good it's Spartak. <laughs> I don't know if Elvis was a global hit or more of just a North American hit. And I say that because he only held three concerts outside of the U.S. in his entire career, Elvis Presley. And they were all in Canada. And they were all in the year 19... 19- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 57. I don't know if Elvis had global superstar fame or was just a mega hmm. North American treasure because the one way that you become, especially back then, before... Social media and the proliferation of televisions in everybody's homes is by touring and making appearances there. Why do I, when I think of Elvis, I think of him playing for the troops? Probably because he was a uh, member of the troops. Right, that could be. That could yeah, but be. it doesn't look like he had any USO tours. Maybe he played while he was a member of the mm-hmm. military. He was very busy. I mean, the guy was making movies. I've never seen any Elvis acting. And dating teenagers. Is Dawn. that right, Dawn? Dawn. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I guess Priscilla was quite young. Yeah, yeah, she was a teenager. 16, right? Wow. When he first met her. I mean, How old like was Jerry he, Lee do you Lewis. think? Oh, Jerry, I think he was like... Jerry just kept it in the family. or something, right? Or night. Oh, wow, older, we older. need to find that. Boy, how times have changed. Because if he were like 25 and dating a 16-year-old today, oh, yeah. the cops would be at his house. Meanwhile, I believe that my grandparents um, were 24 and 16 when they got married. What? 14 yeah. and 16? No, no, no. 24 and 16. Oh, no. <laughs> Even worse. 14 and 16. <laughs> well, st- I'd rather have 14 well, yes, and 16. Right, of course. Hmm. It must oh, be I difficult. Guess, oh, to- wow. I guess Steve's grandparents just got canceled. <laughs> Times were different. <laughs> they were different. Uh, Anything else you'd like to share? I have a couple more things, Donna. That's really courteous of you to ask. This one has to do with geography, which always really gets our brains hurting. I just found out where New Jersey is. I thought it was in a totally different... I had it where pretty much Vermont was, and I can't believe that it is sagging so low below New York. You had it where Vermont I had it up and to the right of New York. I had it above New York. Maybe the bottom was touching, so like New York's mouth would be touching New Jersey's foot. It's virtually the opposite. And it's really shocking to me. I feel like an idiot. Now this. I don't know where anything in the Midwest is, so don't feel bad. I really don't. I don't know. Nothing. So if we said for a million dollars, point two, Oklahoma. Yeah. And you get three seconds to point to it. I would just go straight to the middle and look around. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a fascinating uh, thing about uh, Maine. Okay, the closest distance between the United States and Africa is three thousand one hundred and fifty-four miles. That is from Quadi Head, Maine, to El Bedouza, Morocco. That is about two hundred miles less than going from that same spot in Maine. To San Diego, TLDR, Maine is closer to Africa than it is to San Diego. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Ain't that something? Yeah. I mean, what (laughs) the heck? If I may have 15 seconds to say this, I find it so fascinating that, okay, so think, Maine is a lot more similar to San Diego in culture than it is to Africa, Morocco, even though it's closer to Morocco. 
That's interesting in and of itself. But what about when you go from state to state? You ever think about how different each state is Mm -hmm. in terms of their culture, in terms of the topography of that land, what it looks like? They're so distinctly different in Mm -hmm. so many ways. There's this commonality, but it's just amazing how different it is. And then you just go to a different part of the planet, and it is unbelievably different. Yeah. I mean, when I was in South Dakota a few months back, Mm -hmm. I was like... I can't believe this is in the United States. Yes. And it's driving distance. Yes. I'm like, what is this? This so... is so bizarre. It's crazy. Elvis was know. 23 and she was 14. Oh, okay. God. Okay. That's, so, that's, that's a big difference. So that means Elvis gets canceled before my yeah, grandfather, absolutely. Robert. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, man. <laughs> you ever been to Key West, by the way? No. That's another oh, place. You're yes. like, this is in the United States? It's, it's so weird. Yeah, totally agree. Bloodline, though, the show was set in the Florida Keys. Is that the same thing? Yeah. Sort of, yeah. 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 Very sweaty, it looked. Yes. <laughs> it is. Yoda, why did I say it like that? That wasn't my takeaway, but whatever. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, let's talk a little TV when we come back. I started a documentary that is freaking me out. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. My friends have kind of been bullying me into watching the Cecil Hotel docuseries. <laughs> oh, are you scared? I made the mistake oh, no. of watching it all by myself yesterday. Oh. And I was so freaked out. This is so scary. At least the first episode was really scary. I could deal with like the the murder stuff not saying you know that that's not scary but that doesn't scare me the way like any kind of supernatural phenomenon scares me so there's something really weird so basically this this is a docuseries about the cecil hotel as much as it is about the disappearance of a young lady from canada named elisa lamb and the Cecil Hotel had a really, really crazy, scary past. Lots of murders. It's right outside of, um, it's right in the same neighborhood as Skid Row, which I didn't even understand what Skid Row was. It almost made me mad, and I don't know if, if I'm supposed to feel mad about it. But So Skid Row was established by city officials in in the 70s as like this unofficial containment zone where Mm -hmm. shelters and services for homeless people would be tolerated, right? Right. But you just see so many people living on the street. Like we're Mm -hmm. talking, uh, I don't know, I heard it was like 50 city blocks. Yeah. That is a big space. Like I experienced that when I went to San Francisco. I was dumbfounded. Really? I couldn't believe how many homeless people. I couldn't see the end of it. It was just lined up. Mm. It's just... And a lot of them needing mental health Yes, services. services. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. There was also a time when I I was doing this freelance job for um, ABC News or ABC Sports, whatever it was. I had to get up super early in the morning, like 4.30 in the morning, and then drive to this location in New York City. And I had to literally walk over sleeping homeless people to get to the door and i was like trying to be really quiet and it is really eye-opening to see how big of a problem this really is but anyway so that is mentioned in this in this documentary and they in they interview people who lived in this hotel part of the hotel was for 
it was really established for um, for business travelers back in the twenties. Sure. And then anyway, it's it's scary. It's about the bad things that happened at this hotel and the disappearance of this girl. But the thing that freaks me out is they show her on this elevator. Have you watched it, Dawn? I have not watched the documentary, but I know all about that story. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And I wasn't even familiar with the and I kind of keep up on these missing persons type of things in the news. Um, oh, so that story is new to you? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, because everyone's like, oh, it's the uh, Elisa yeah. Lamb story. I go, yeah. I don't know what that is. I, and, I, and I still don't. Oh. So I'm on the way outside looking at it. Oh, tell us what you know. Me? Yeah. I hope it's I not me. Because I just told you. No. But, oh, I, are there uh, spoilers? Yeah. I don't want <laughs> I mean, it's history, but uh, yeah, I mean, you don't want to so, ruin it for anybody so else. So she she's uh, a student. She comes from Canada. She goes to stay at the hotel. She's just there visiting in LA um by not herself. Sure. Yeah, by herself. I don't know if she was looking into another college or she was just visiting, but um there she disappears and then there's this super creepy weird footage of her in an in the elevator. This is the And stuff. it's the elevator footage and the footage from uh from uh, just outside in the hallways. And it looks like she's almost playing hide and seek with somebody or scared that someone is chasing her. But she's in the elevator. She's peeking out. She's hitting. She hits all the buttons. Mm -hmm. And she's like hiding inside of it. And those are the last images you see of her. And the elevator doesn't do anything when she hits all the buttons. It's just so you don't know if she's running from someone or if she's drunk and she got crazy and was happy you just don't know you don't know if someone you, you don't know anything else drug? after that donna um that's as far okay, as I got. i'm not going to tell you okay, because there's... you need to you need to discover it the way this okay. do- i mean i know the serial killer guy has made his way through the you know had stayed there for a while there were murders there were you know somebody jumped out the window whenever you figure out what happened text me Okay. I want to know okay. your reaction. Okay. It is so scary. I was texting my friends last night. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? And then I started a second episode. <laughs> and I'm like, why? It's it's like that, I that know roller that story, coaster feeling. But I don't know any a lot about the Cecil Hotel itself. Okay. I watched a Ghost Adventures because they filmed there. But like, there's a lot of murders that have. I want to know more about the Cecil, and that's why I, I should watch the documentary. Yes. So with this elevator game, if you push the button to the first floor, two things are supposed to happen. A, if it goes down to the first floor, then the person, the player playing the elevator game, is supposed to leave the building and not look back. If, after pushing the button to the first floor, it goes to the 10th floor, once the player leaves the elevator, it is believed that they'll be entering a new dimension. Oh, my God. Wait, where people, are you here? What is this? What is I this? Just, I do my Cecil research. What is this? I don't know anything about this. It's called the this. elevator game. Some people think that she was, uh, that girl was playing the elevator game, which is why it was causing all of this sort of weird behavior from her and hitting all the buttons and then seeing... What happens? Oh, it's so scary. And then there's like footage of her parents and her sister who came from Canada. And mm-hmm. like so many people are working on this case and they're just obviously so distraught. And it's just heartbreaking. And I'm watching this and going, why am I watching this? Donna, what did I suggest you watch? <sighs> Cobra Kai. So I Cobra started. Kai. I, I know. Paddington I... was a non haunting option. <laughs> So 
I started to go to watch Cobra Kai, and something in me just hit a different thing, and I was so like, in you that you're getting bullied by your neighbors. Yeah, you like that feeling of being scared. I bet it was your neighbor Ted who was like, "Watch this." Weird, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, creepy. No, it's girlfriends. We all like those, you know, true crime stuff. So they were like, did you watch it yet? And I'm like, no, leave me alone. And so I did. Anyway, um, don't watch it if you're not into that kind of stuff. Dawn watched something a little bit um, lighter than this. Completely different. Okay, so uh, Donna doesn't even know what this movie is at all. So I'm so excited. I'm going to play a little bit of the trailer. Oh, yay. It's Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. It just came out. Oh, um, the new Kristen Wiig. Yeah, Kristen Wiig and Annie DeMello. Oh. Mumello. They wrote Bridesmaids together. Oh, So they okay. play two characters. Um, they're from the Midwest, and they go on a vacation for the first time. Sound familiar, Donna? Okay. Nope. All right, here we go. What I just love. What? Movie trailers. <gasps> Me too. <laughs> I like how they're little movies about another movie before a different movie. Sometimes I find myself watching a trailer for a movie while I'm watching a totally different movie. What? Me too. <laughs> Barb, what if we had a movie? What? <laughs> Then we'd have to have a trailer. Oh, yes, listen, I wouldn't want to give anything away, though, about the movie. Me neither, especially our faces. Gosh, I can almost see our trailer now. (laughs) Oh, it's so fun. Okay, so... It sounds like a SNL sketch. It is, basically. Well, these characters were supposed to be a part of Bridesmaids. Okay. And it got cut. So uh, these are two friends who are middle-aged women who are from South Dakota, I believe. They've never been on a vacation. They're best friends. And, you know, they have, they're just like stuck in the 80s. So they've got that look going on. (laughs) Oh, my God. And they go to Vista Del Mar, Florida on their vacation. There's a whole, it's kind of like... Um, the absurdity of uh, like Austin Powers. There's okay. an Austin Powers type villain. Um, Jamie Dornan from Fifty Shades of Grey oh, is in it. Awesome. And he is a, it's all comedic. It's really absurd. You either will like this or you won't. Where do we find it? It's, you can rent it on YouTube, Amazon Prime. Here's the only thing. It's 20 bucks to rent. Yep, I... No, no, okay, wait, Donna. But... It's like, this is a new movie. I won't even pay $8 for a movie to rent. I'll go, I'll wait for it But it's so much fun, and we need this right now. You Uh, will laugh so hard, Donna. Really? Come on, Donna. Yeah, you'll love it. It's ridiculous. It's silly... And it's twenty dollars. In normal times, you would go out to dinner and spend twenty dollars. Think of all the money you've saved during the pandemic just by not going out. I know. Come on, twenty bucks one time. The most absurd (laughs) things happen in this movie, and they have those voices that are very, you know, it's very safe Midwestern. Yes, yes, right. Very polite. Yeah, but then they'll say the raunchiest, most ridiculous (laughs) things. Not all the time, but they'll, I mean, you're constantly laughing out loud going, oh my God, what did they just say? How many Garys? Um, I would say four out of five Garys. That's really? good. Yeah. It, 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 oh, that's Whoa. the wrong one. <laughs> four out of five Garys. Okay. I hear that uh, Paul McGuire Grimes is coming on Twin Cities Live today. He'll be on Cobra right after us as well. Um, I think he really liked it. Also, I okay, think it's getting so good luck. Jason's watched it five times since what? he rented it. What? I think he rented, he's had to rent it more than once because, or maybe he got a screener, but he's watched it in the last week five times. Colin, who only laughs out loud five times a year, laughed out loud <laughs> 20 times. Really? It's very quotable. Wow. It's just so silly.
You know what it kind of sounds like a little bit? What was that um, Lisa Kudrow movie with... Remy and Marie. Marie and Remy. Oh, you're getting there. Michelle and... High School Reunion. No. Remy and Michelle. Uh, Michelle? She said she invented Post-it notes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you'll find it. Um, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion? That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, it's real silly. And it's kind of like... Okay, so I will say this. It doesn't get five Garys because their goal is just to go on vacation. And most of the time, the plot of a movie like in Dumb and Dumber, you know, uh, they are trying to get that money back to Mary. So you feel like there's this driving force. You yes. Know? yes. Or in Lord of the Rings, they got to get that there's ring a reason, to Mordor. Yeah. But they're just there on vacation and everything kind of happens around them. Okay. So sometimes it feels a little slow. But overall, oh my gosh, it's hilarious. The okay. writing is really good. They wrote Bridesmaids together. And yeah. they've been working on it a long time. It was supposed to come out this summer. But the distributor's like, let's do it now. Okay, I'll put it on the list. You know, that Woody Allen and Mia Farrow thing is starting on Sunday, so just rent might this be before. Tight. You're going to need this. Okay. You know, I'm going to throw this out there, too, because I'm on, I'm on Twitter looking at reviews of things, and then guess what pops up as another movie option for Donna, since she needs to get away from the Cecil Hotel so that she can get a rest again. Yeah. <laughs> Flora and Ulysses. This is now a uh, it's a movie now available on Disney Plus. Has a seventy four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so pretty solid. Uh, and and that's same with Barb and Star. It's right around seventy something percent. Uh, but this says an imaginative and creative ten year old cynic Donna never could have predicted that her little squirrel Donna would be born anew as a superhero and have the uncanny knack for helping her and the lovable but broken people in her life. This is an animal movie. Aww. You're already watching Meet the Chimps on Disney+. Plus. Yes. This is about a flying squirrel. Mm. And it's called Flora <laughs> Flora and Ulysses. Flora and Ulysses. It's on the list. Thanks, I want to be in charge of your sounds. <laughs> you have trouble with some of my mouth sounds or all of them. Some of your groans get a little little too <laughs> coming from deep within. Okay. 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 All right. Hey, if you see something, you should say something. Um, I saw this story. It's something I think about that I'm afraid will happen to me all the time. A reason to always check the toilet, even when you're in oh, no. a a potty. Especially when you're in a border body. Yes, even though you don't want to look in that, but I'll tell you why you should when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh boy, we got stories to share with you. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Oh boy. Another reason you should always check the toilet before sitting down. Okay. So you've already ruined hotels and elevators for <laughs> us for the weekend. Anybody going on a little staycation, it's bad news. Oh. Uh, now toilets. What is this, a rat? Nope. Is this a rat? Steve, oh. you are not even going to believe this. There's a woman in Alaska. Her name is Shannon Stevens. And she was camping last weekend. Okay, she's in Alaska. And she went to use an outhouse. And uh, there was a bear in it. 
No, there in wasn't. the toilet. There was a bear in the toilet. No, you mean in the outhouse. There was a bear inside the hole. In down in the in it. Then yeah, he got Not in. Just hanging out inside a, the door. A baby bear? Nope, his a head was there. Bear? He got in through an access hole that was covered up by rocks. And uh, here's what she had to say about it. Sat down on the toilet seat and something just immediately bit me in the butt. I'm like, okay, I'm going to open the lid and look. And I take the headlamp and I grab the lid of the toilet seat and I lift it up. And right there, right at the level of the toilet seat, like maybe an inch or two below, is a gigantic bear face looking right back up at me. It felt like just a single, like, puncture. Maybe it wasn't even a bite. Like, it might have been a swipe with his claw, potentially. I mean, I'm definitely going to look down in the hole next time. I w- oh. I'm never going camping again. That's oh. how I would end that story. First of all, this is giving me shades of Paddington. Last time I referenced it, but you might want to watch Paddington. Um, this is not good. Here, Think of this moment. Let's all imagine being this woman. You've sat down. You're ready to roll. Then you immediately get, let's say, bit. Bit by something. No. You run out. Oh, my gosh. And now let's think about the feeling you have as you talk, whoever that is, if that's her husband or friend or whatever, her brother, as you then walk back into the bathroom with him and you're saying, we are all going to find out together what just bit me on my butt. Was it like a bee sting? Was it a snake? Was it a snake? Was it a snake? Was it a rat? Was it a possum? And then you see Smokey, the bear, inside of the toilet. And you got to know he's covered with poo. It, I poo feel bear. Bad. I, feel, <laughs> I feel bad for the bear. I do too, because now he's covered in that stuff. He's going to have to go take a bath. I also wonder, did they go with some bear spray? They're probably not. They didn't think it was a bear. I know, but they're camping in Alaska. Don't you always carry oh, it? Maybe, but <laughs> I don't should. think you ever in your human life think that the thing that bit me from inside of the toilet might have been a bear. Let's check to see if it was a bear. (laughs) That never happens. That's what I'm saying. These people experienced one of humanity's greatest surprises ever documented. It's the worst. You're the most vulnerable. Your pants are down. You're You're finally relaxed. You're like, okay, I really don't want to be in this thing, but I'm going to get this over with. Can you imagine the shock? No. And she's lucky it was just her butt. You know, Could have like been anything. some serious stuff could have been damaged. Well, that's oh. pretty serious, too. Yeah, but there's some more delicate things to worry about. Mm-hmm. Steve, you have other delicate things yes, as well. Steve. Yeah, what if it would have been a guy no. sitting down? That bear would have used it as a speed bag. Steve. What? Oh, but I, I just have so many questions. Like, I want to interview okay. these people. I want to be like, did, did you run after that? Did the yes. bear, bear chase you? How long after did you go to the bathroom? How long did you, how long <laughs> were you like, uh-uh, no. Would you dig a hole? What did you do? And then did you walk backwards once you realized there is a bear in there? Did you trap it in there? Did they call a, a park uh, ranger? Yeah. I mean, how did they get the bear out? So many questions. Yeah, the bear might that might be the bear's place now. That bear, the bear. I mean, could you imagine? You could have given them fifty guesses. What do you think bit you? You wouldn't have gotten a bear because you don't even think that a bear could fit inside. No. Of uh, yeah, I'm imagining. Am I imagining the right thing? Essentially, a porta john, and the bear is down in that big. It's in the hole. Giant bucket. Yes. 
because it's like man-made. It's yeah, not it's, like it's not like right. a portable. Well, yes, but I think that there might have been like a there was some rock tank station down underneath, not a normal one that they would just pick up from a festival. Right. <laughs> it's I mean, so scary. And it's a full grown bear, they said. That's what is crazy about it. I don't know what this person on the line wants. Sure. Let's wanna, maybe they have a story or two. Oh, How about yeah, this? Let's pick up the phone blind. Right. Yeah, let's just do it. Blame it on Steve if it goes poorly. Hi there, Guten Tag. Turn your radio down. You're on My Talk 1071. Who's this? Um, Harold. I was actually. What am I calling for? I was actually calling to get the name of that movie you guys were just talking oh, about. Oh, Dawn was talking oh, about Barb and yeah. Star go to Vista Del Mar. What? Oh, say, hold up. Say that again. Barb and Star <laughs> go to Vista Del Mar. Oh, Barb and Star. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you can rent it on YouTube, or uh, you can rent it on Amazon Prime. Hey, Harold, while we have you, have you ever found anything surprising in your toilet? <laughs> oh, man, surprising in my toilet. Yeah. Um, besides... Um, no, the- your deposits? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes they are a little surprising. What the heck? Uh, toys. Uh, okay, that's good. Someone's got kids, yeah. huh? Yeah. Donna, don't say but I hope. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> well, Harold, thank you for the call. Yeah. Oh, no problem. Have a good oh. weekend. Yeah, thank you. You, you guys as well. Bye. Call back any time, Harold. You're a breath of fresh air. <laughs> yeah. I was. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye. Um, I was looking up five animals that might show up in your toilet. Snakes. Snakes. Uh, in, in 2015, San Diego's Department of Animal Services removed a five and a half foot long Columbia rainbow boa from a <gasps> toilet in an office building. Where was um, this? That was in San Diego, but I they don't said, like that. but they said that the rainbow boa was indeed making his way to Minnesota. Okay, no, through the pipes, whatever. Uh, rats. No, I don't like that. Frogs jumps right up on it. Don't like that story either. Squirrels. In mm. rounding out the animals that you might find in your toilet are possums. Man, like that the so least. Terrible. Yep. <laughs> you like that? The snake. Like, no, the, like snake. the snake. The I, least. Yeah, uh, you're right. The you're right. least. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> I just hate that thought. Don, go take a nap. Okay. You, you earned Bye. it. Bye. Have a great weekend. <laughs> you too. All right. Um, Grant is going to have a dirt alert when we come right back, and then we're going to have some music news. I'll tell you the latest act to sell their entire catalog when we come right back on My Talk 1071.